Howdy. Gig of Maggie's, right? Uh, where's Joe Walsh? Joe, where you at? Everybody clap for Joe. He brought 13 men from Dallas, 3.30 this morning. It is a real honor and privilege to be with you this morning and to share a portion of my journey, my journey home to the Catholic Church and my walk with Christ. So much of what I am personally taking away from the speakers we've had so far is about the legacy, the spiritual inheritance that we receive from our fathers and we give to our sons. And so I want to share with you a little bit about that inheritance that I received from my father and even a portion from my stepfather. You see, by the time I was six, my parents were divorced, and that opened up a deep wound in my life. I was angry. Why were they divorced? Why wouldn't they get back together? And who were all these women in my dad's life? I didn't understand. And so they put me for a time in counseling to help me learn how to deal with all my emotional struggles. But I discovered something. I discovered that my father was addicted to pornography and sexual license. By the time I was 8, 9, and 10, I had discovered that pornography for myself and become addicted. And it formed my whole growing up as a boy. So it was no surprise that by the time I was 15, I had already lost my virginity and made it my personal mission while in high school to have as many relationships with girls as I possibly could. I was going to conquer. They were trophies, notches on my belt. They weren't human beings to me. I inherited this legacy from my father. At 17, I enlisted in the Marine Corps. The first Gulf War came around and I was gung-ho. The Marine Corps came and took me from my mother's house and took me off to boot camp in San Diego, California, where I was quite successful. I graduated number one out of 450 Marines. I was the company honor man. My name was in lights. I lost so much weight, my parents walked right by me at graduation. They don't have that problem now. <laughs> the Marine Corps taught me honor, self-discipline, sacrifice, integrity. But these virtues would wane by the time I would make it to my permanent duty station because I fell back on everything that I knew when I was let loose on the world. Nobody was there to tell me I can't go out and party. Nobody was there to tell me that I should restrain myself when I'm a young man and I have a mission in life. And so I did just that. And so when I made it to Hawaii, tough duty station, huh? Kaneohe Bay, Mouse 24. And let me tell you something about Hawaii. There are a lot of very beautiful women there. Not a good place for a guy like me. And I was surrounded, I found myself surrounded by men just like me, looking out for number one, addicted to porn, drinking all the time, and we weren't even 21 yet. It was a rough, it was a rough period of my life. Let me tell you just a brief story. There was this girl. Now, I had a relationship with this girl, and I took this girl to an abortion clinic once in Hawaii. Now, I was reasonably sure that this child was not mine, but you never know, and I wasn't going to be responsible. I saw this girl into the clinic, I saw her go off into the operating room, and then I quickly left the clinic, went across the street to the Honolulu Mall, where I went into the food court and I went cruising for chicks. 
while I was getting a phone number from a girl there. This girl was killing a baby, possibly my baby, because she felt she had nowhere to go, because I wasn't man enough to be a man. I was pretty dim in those days. Needless to say that I no longer wanted to serve my country in honor and sacrifices. I wanted to serve myself in self-indulgence. So upon being discharged from the Marine Corps, I came home. Quickly fell into a depression because I didn't know what to do with my life. I spent all my time, money, and energy at strip clubs and on pornography. One job to the next. Lost. By the grace of God, my sister tried to help me retask myself, find new direction. She gave me a home in Oklahoma City. And I went to a broadcasting school, thought I might have a career in radio. Upon graduation, I decided that I wanted to live near my father. He was living in New Hampshire with his latest girlfriend. So I sold my car, I bought a train ticket from Dallas, got off the train April 1st, 1997 after a snowstorm. I should have known better. Moved in with my father, quickly found his pornography, quickly fell back to my old ways. Same story, different location. God blessed me, gave me two jobs in radio there. One was as a morning show co-host at an alternative rock station in Nashua. That's how I met my wife. She heard me on the radio one day and called in. She actually thought I was funny. I was good at manipulating anybody. She came to see me one day as I was broadcasting from a pizza joint, and I knew the very first time I laid eyes on her that I wanted to marry her. It was, it was cliché, but it was absolutely bedrock. That was the woman. Maybe it was the Holy Spirit trying to work in my life because she would turn out to be the kind of woman, the strong-willed woman that would not give up easily, that even though I would break her heart repeatedly, she would stick to it. She told me I had to become Catholic, you see, she was a cradle Catholic. Even though I grew up in the Church of Christ, a very conservative Christian denomination, I was thoroughly agnostic by this point. It was all about me. So I said, whatever, I don't care. It's all good. So I joined our CIA. And I remember sitting in our CIA one night as they began to talk about the Beatitudes. And I remember listening to them read the Beatitudes from the Gospel. And I, and I thought to myself, Jesus is talking about seeking holiness. And then I thought, there is no way I'm going to be doing that tonight. The next thing I thought was, it's a good thing I've got a lot of time. Brothers in Christ, by this point in my life, I had a computer. I had high-speed internet access. I had all the porn I ever wanted 24-7. And I had put so much garbage into my brain over decades that now I barely even needed anything to excite me. I could play it in my mind like a movie over and over. And I would all the time. It was a very dark day. Let's fast forward. My wife and I get married. We buy our first home. It's a year and a half we're in our first home. I'm living like a drunken sailor on shore leave at a Mardi Gras gone out of control. By this point, my in-laws, my wife's mother and siblings, have been living with us for over a year. I'm not getting along with them. They're not getting along with me. I'm not getting along with my wife, and she's not getting along with me. Do you notice the trend? And I'm using and abusing as often as I possibly could at work, at home, in my car, you name it. 
Then I lose my job. Now, I wasn't even bringing home honor, respect, love, integrity, and now I didn't bring home a paycheck either. What good was I? My wife had enough of my stuff. She wrote it out on a piece of paper. You take this, I take that, we're done. I was in absolute despair. I was going to lose my wife. I was going to lose my home. I had already lost my job. What do I have? I've got nothing. I turned to the one guy that I was sure would not be there when I needed him most. Because I wasn't there for him during the good times. Why would he be there for me during the bad times? I got on my knees one spring day, 2002. And I said, God, I cannot do this. I give it to you. you got to do this. And brothers in Christ, I am not exaggerating when I tell you that in that moment, God let me understand something mystically that I did not understand the very instant before. The instant before, I would have told you right to your face, we were all born to lust. Every man does it. Every man, you know, masturbates. Every man looks at the menu. It's okay. It's natural. It's all good. In that instant, in that moment of time, on my knees, God let me understand as clear as day. I was not born for that. I am free from that. Jesus Christ came to set us free from that. He also gave me an understanding that if I was going to save this marriage, it would depend on me. I cannot expect my wife to do anything. That if it required humbling myself, groveling, self-sacrifice, whatever it took, I had to be man enough to do it. And he also gave me an understanding, an insatiable hunger to know him. I didn't know anything about him, and I couldn't get enough of him. I threw myself at him with everything I've got. I was reading, listening, I was doing everything. I shut off all that secular media. All of it. It had to go. And that, my friends, that journey would ultimately lead me home to the Catholic Church because that was a pursuit of truth. And Jesus Christ has but one truth. And that's found in its fullness in the Catholic Church. And when I did come home, finally, to the church, I went to confession. And I got on my knees and I laid out decades of debauchery. Because I was always seeking satisfaction, but I only had shame every time, without exception. And I said all my sins... And I actually heard the words of Jesus Christ. I heard his voice. He said, I absolve you. And I said, are you sure? Did you not hear what I just told you? I mean, I killed babies. I wrecked the lives of women. How can you forgive a guy like me? I was wallowing in the mud with the pigs. I came to my father as a slave and he made me a son. He restored my dignity. When he absolved me of my sins in that confessional, I was a new man, and I sought every day to fight lust at every opportunity. I never let one single temptation enter my mind without a battle. It wasn't going to get me anymore. And God, he's got a weird sense of humor. The first job he gave me was in an office surrounded by women. I would literally break out into cold sweats at first having to fight temptation. I would remove myself. And let me tell you something. The most e effective tool that helped me was I invoked our Blessed Mother.
When you put her into your mind, when you put her into your mind, it dissolves all of those temptations immediately. I would pray a Hail Mary. And at first, I was praying hundreds of them every day. The more I did it, the stronger I got. And it was easier over time. But I have to do it still today. Because we choose to fight this. We are not born to lust. We are not slaves to pornography. Jesus Christ set us free. I choose to fight temptation at every instance. I shut off all the sources of, of that pornography in my life. The TV, the radio. Sometimes I close my eyes when I'm checking out at the grocery store stand. But it's what I have to do because I would much rather seek God. And now I have a wonderful opportunity to seek holiness in the Beatitudes. Before I knew, I could never seek holiness because I knew what I was. Now, what a wonderful opportunity to seek holiness. So now I get to share a new destiny, a new legacy for my sons. My sons will not find porn in my home. My sons will know the dignity of the human person, the sacredness of sex, that women were made in the image and likeness of God, that they are not commodities to be consumed for our selfish gratification. And just as a P.S., my father repented of his sins, came to the Lord, turned his life around, and now he and I get to share the love of Christ with one another instead of death and destruction. So brothers in Christ, please pray for us as we walk with Christ. Thank you.